You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind the scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and the founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey right along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. Welcome to our special Literally mini-series, Little Ones. I'm so grateful to you for joining me. Literally is dedicated to giving you all the behind the scenes details. Typically that looks like coaching one client for six months, but in this mini series, it looks like a deep dive with five of my clients who've all had a baby within the last year while running six and seven figure businesses. Having just had my son four and a half months ago, these were the conversations that supported me so much as I became pregnant and transitioned into motherhood. I wanted to know what really shifts in business, how do things look, what does balance mean, and so much more, and that is exactly what we're diving into here. You'll notice each client has their own flavor, experience, and journey, but I hope your biggest takeaway is that you get to do it your way and can take a little bit from each of them. So whether you're a mom now, want to be in the future, or just want to hear some behind the scenes from amazing business owners, this mini series was made for you. So let's dive in. All right. Hi guys. I am so excited to be with you for this mini series, little ones. And I'm so excited to have Susie Olivier with me. Susie is a beautiful client and friend. She is a business coach, a national award-winning serial entrepreneur, a military wife, a mother, obviously a digital marketing ninja and algorithm warrior an unrelenting optimist. And she's passionately obsessed with helping women realize their amazing potential and build the business and life of their dreams and actually enjoy the process. So, so happy to have you, Susie. Thank you for joining me for this. Thank you for having me. And thank you for that mouthful of a lovely bio. Anytime. <laughs> uh, speaking of little ones, you might actually hear my little one in a moment because I am right there is like you. going right by the door. So if you hear mine or you hear Susie's, that is the entire point of this. We're not editing that out. That is like why we are, why we are here doing this. So Susie, if you just want to give us like a little bit of a casual introduction to yourself, and then we will dive into all the questions I have for you. Fantastic. So like Lacey said, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I've been at this business building fun journey since 2008. Crazy. Instagram mm-hmm. even existed. I've built sort of your physical products, location-based, service-based, um, and in recent years went online to help my fellow mums and military spouses to build their dream beautiful businesses around mum life and if you are also a military spouse around all the deployments mm-hmm. and the postings that comes with being a military spouse so I've been coaching for about two years now and I have got a whole bunch of little ones I've got my <laughs> biggest my biggest little one which is nine my second middle biggest one which is about ten seven and I've got my newest edition I believe is only four weeks older than and little Bennett, and she's now she was born in March this year, so we're at the, the five and a half month mark. So that's me in a nutshell. So crazy! I love that for this series, we're doing all moms who've had babies within the last year. And but I think you bring such a different perspective too, because you kind of like were almost like past that point in your journey, and now are like back into it. And <laughs> so I'm just was. like excited to hear what wisdom you're going to share with us, given the fact that you kind of have both perspectives to come to this with. So you kind of already answered my first question, which was tell us about your your little ones, but tell us 
Like, how was that process for you really quickly, just in terms of like, when did you give birth? When did you take off business um, or take leave from business? And then maybe kind of start walking us into like what maternity leave and time off looked like for you. So first two, I didn't give myself any space or grace to take any time off because that was before life with coaching with Lacey. And I had a very (laughs) different mindset of hustle, make it happen, push through. I can do everything. Like I had to be perfect Pinterest mom at all times and she doesn't sleep or rest or have support or even have a house cleaner. She does it all herself. Yes. And perfectly. Oh yeah. Didn't oh yeah, it's wonderful. Um but yeah, I would say the shingle scars on my back proved to you that it wasn't a fun time for me. And husband was deploying as well. So I took a very different approach to this surprise third bundle. Thankfully, I had Lacey by my side, um, <laughs> like days after finding out I was pregnant and we we're about to living in Cyprus at the time, a week before um, our house was getting packed up to move back to the UK. Um, and we just found out that we had a surprise third one on the way. Thankfully, I had some wisdom um, on my side from obviously being a parent for a good couple of years at that yes. point. And obviously, I had lovely Lacey to calm me down <laughs> because I was in a slightly WTF state. But this time around, I really enjoyed actually intentionally trying to make it as easy as I possibly could. And something that we spoke about lots in our sessions was kind of making me unavailable for it to be any other way but amazing and fun and enjoyable and possibly even easy. Susie cringes as she says that a little bit, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) Intimately saying the word easy. Like having a newborn is not easy. Having a newborn in a business and other children is a whole different league. But Mm -hmm. having that intention of like, what decisions can I make that serves that intention was really powerful for me and just letting myself off this whole like crazy train of I can do it all I can be it all um like watch me conquer the world as I kind of break down on the way there so I decided on six weeks of maternity leave after baby arrived so I decided to go two or three weeks early before she arrived which was a good thing because I think my whole household went down with COVID when I was 39 weeks. So that kind of was an enforced maternity leave. And thankfully that all kind of recovered and we were all negative again so I could have my beautiful home birth. And it was lovely knowing that I then had a full six weeks off, no clients, none of my group programs running. And my team kind of ran the show 99%. Like maybe had the odd WhatsApp message coming through to confirm something or to ask a question. Uh, but I really made it a very strong intention to be like, I'm I'm done. I'm with my baby. She's my sole focus. And me, I'm my sole focus, which mm-hmm. was never in focus for the first two. I'm like, wow, I'm going to like choose things that actually kind of nourish me and look after me and prioritize me because that is how I serve my family the best. And that's how I get back to my business faster and serve my clients better again is that I'm filled up. It was a beautiful experience. Like, I feel like God gave me a third chance at this whole motherhood, newborn baby thing. To go, actually, enjoy it, woman. Like, save yeah. this. Don't try and rush through it to get the next goal, the next achievement, mm-hmm. the next thing. Like, slow down. And, like, I would never have allowed myself, like, days in pajamas in bed for the first two. Like, no, you get up, you get dressed, you make the bed, you make everyone breakfast, then you make a four-course meal. Um, not a four-course meal, just three. Um, <laughs> but this Close time enough. around, mm-hmm. I was like, no. 
Yeah, I'm I'm chilling in bed in pajamas all day long. I'm gonna let people bring me food, and it was it was beautiful. Like I think back to those first few days with her now, first few weeks, I'm like, oh, they were beautiful, like proper newborn bubble magic experiences that I will cherish for the rest of my life. And I think planning after Matt, even though it wasn't the longest Matt leave in the world, but planning it to be completely turned off to from the business was a really amazing experience for me a bit of work as you probably went through as well to kind of get it set up that way so you can yeah. you know, close the door and be like I'm gonna see you in a couple of months but it was beautiful and then at six weeks I kind of went literally jumped straight back into a live launch which I loved and it was all pre-set up everything was done and written and edited and ready to go so yeah that was my mat leave and jumping back in So good. And what like really stands out for me too, that I think is so helpful for people to hear is like, you've had similar circumstances, like the entire time you've had your children, you've been an entrepreneur. So it's like before, you know, when you had your first two, you could have planned for time off. You could have taken the downtime, right? Because you were like your own boss at that time. But yeah, it was just like your mindset was in such a different place. And I think that's helpful for people to hear because- you know, it's easy to be like, oh, but I couldn't possibly take time off. And that's what you were in before. But now you've kind of proven to yourself that that's not true. And actually it served you and was like really beautiful for you and your family and your business. So I think it's just helpful that you really have like those two perspectives to share with us, because I think it's so easy for people to kind of get stuck in like, oh, well, maybe she could do it, but I can't. And like you've kind of proven you can be on both sides. And it really is just what your mindset is telling you. Absolutely. I definitely did both journeys. And it's one of those kind of, I had the mindset before of success at any cost. Mm-hmm. Hit your goals at any cost. And, now, and, and I was the cost. My health was the cost. My availability and presence with my family was the cost. And it sometimes takes, again, working with one-on-one coach or just having that, that time of inner reflection to be like, actually is this the best thing in the world am I really serving my people my business my family myself by that kind of hustle push drive make it happen mentality and it's quite a mindset flip to go to the other side and be like actually me looking after myself me prioritizing rest and just enjoyment and pleasure that's actually serving them a thousand times more than the watch me make it happen superwoman non-steroids approach It's so funny too, because I think that's like the perfect explanation. And what I would also add to that is what I think I saw in you too, is like, you know, that, that mentality of hit your goals at any cost, but your goals also really shifted. So like, you know, that hit your goals at any cost was like always like the monetary thing or whatever. And this time I think you really shifted your goals to be like, oh, like my goal is to be really present with my child. Like that is an actual goal that I have versus it's like an afterthought of like after I hit like these big achievements right yeah absolutely that's very much a I will feel this way when I have that income when I hit that big goal in the business then I can have these things and then I can allow myself like the self-worth the self-belief the deserving all that stuff Mm -hmm. is so tied up for me in my success that I just couldn't see any other way of getting there and so that's I mean I think like 18 months of our work was like calm down (laughs) take the pressure off remove the deadlines (laughs) yeah go easy on yourself and also realizing like getting to success that way isn't success 
like reaching whatever income per month, but your back's covered in blistering shingles, um, or you are stressed out with your kids and you haven't got time to play with them, that's not success. Not in my eyes anyway. No. Um, I just could not see that. Like I said, the veil lifted going, oh crap, I've been doing this wrong for like eight years. And having that shift, like you say, I love monetary goals and I love business goals and all those good things, but like making my goal about me and my family and seeing that there's a natural ripple effect in the business as a result of that has been really, really cool. And that's what I love most about the last few months with baby. Yes. Like you didn't have to give up the monetary goal. You just had to like reprioritize them a little bit. Absolutely. So good. Okay. So tell us, I think, again, you probably have maybe even dual perspective here. So feel free to answer this in two ways, but like, what has been the hardest part for you personally of being both a mom and a business owner at the same time, whether that's with your first two or now let us know what comes up. I think there's there's like a two part answer to the question. There's being a mom with older kids and there's being a mom Mm -hmm. with a baby in business. I think the hardest part that I forgot about was the freaking sleep deprivation. <laughs> oh my heavens. It's amazing how you could forget that, right? Because when you're in it, it feels so intense. But like our brains or our bodies are really designed to make us forget. Yeah, absolutely. Like I had my first two were good sleepers, but and and, and Gabriella's a good sleeper as well, but like not having I'm I'm one of these people who like if sleeping was the Olympic sport, I would be a gold medalist. And I, I need sleep to survive. I really, really do. Like, I'm not like, oh, I can get by with five, six hours. Um, but I am currently getting by with five, six hours. And I'm living and I'm done and it's fine, partly. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely <laughs> kind of, I think that's an element that I totally forgot. But it's just that, and I've been wondering how to answer this question because everybody wants to talk about the, work, talk about the work-life balance of, like, how to be present for your kids and how to be in your business and, like, the juggle of that's really hard. And then there's kind of what they talk about in the book, the one thing, like balance is a complete myth. There's no such thing as a work-life balance. Um, like you either kind of, the success happens on when you're going one side or the other. And so you're either deciding that you're in for your business for a while, you're in for your family, kind of you laying off the business. But then I have had days when I kind of, times, seasons, when I've kind of peddled both evenly. But it's finding out what that means to you. Mm-hmm. And then... Getting that support because the hardest part for me is is allowing myself to be supported in business and and in the home life. Yeah, and like wanting to be my business. My business, I love it. Like it's one of my children. I I'm so energized and lit up to use your branding. Um, yeah. in my business, I could very easily become work obsessed very very mm-hmm. easily. And then with my first two, I probably slid too half. I kind of heavily into like, just let mommy deal with this. And like my kids were at home. I was full-time stay-at-home mom. I was exclusively breastfeeding. I went from breastfeeding the one into the next one. And I remember we chatted about this recently. Like um, Annabelle, my elder, said like my catchphrase when she was a toddler was, mommy just has to finish this email. So you're like, oh, I did not get the balance right for that one. Sorry. So yeah, it's finding out what balance truly means to you and then making sure you set up the infrastructure that that's actually going to allow for that. So for me, the hardest part is allowing myself to be supported on all fronts and not mm-hmm. making it mean anything about my strength, my weakness, my ability, my potential, my worth and all those things. It's a very long winded answer to your question. No, no, I think it's a perfect answer. And I think it's a very, obviously you're being truthful, but I mean, I think it's just a very like deep truth that a lot of us struggle with, which is like, in some ways, like our logic brain can kind of be like, it's not that hard to be supported. That's obviously a positive thing. But what's true is that we're so fed a message as women kind of that like 
your value is like best when you're like doing it all. Or even like I, I kind of talk about how much I hate the term like self-made millionaire a lot of the time because I feel like it's like we're glorifying this idea that you like did it on your own. And I think like that's what you're saying Absolutely. here is like we put doing it on your own on a pedestal. And so then when we have to be like, oh, well, I just like simply can't mother three children and run a business and make a four course dinner, you know, it feels like there's something wrong with us. And like just kind of waking up from that dream and being like, that's bullshit. There's nothing wrong with me. It takes a lot of work, right? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, It was a lot for me because again, I had so much self-worth tied up in like my achievements and what I do and my productivity and how many things I can handle and juggle and get done in a day and step back from that and be like, that's not who I actually want to be. And I don't want to portray that image anymore. I don't want people to look at me and be like, oh, you're a superwoman. How do you get it all done? Like, I hate people asking that question. Like, I don't. I don't get it all done because it's impossible. It's so funny. I'm having this, like, vivid memory of us being on a call and celebrating that you, like, store-bought a birthday cake for one of the kiddos. (laughs) Like, and how big of a deal that was. I've never made one since. You know? Like, that was such a big deal. Massive. But it's like... It's so helpful to like hear those things, I think, because I feel like in our our own minds, we can be like, oh, no, it's supposed to be like that. Or I'm crazy that that's hard for me. But like, I think what you're saying is like, it really is the hardest part sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. And the funny thing is, it's Delilah's birthday in like two weeks time. And she wants a unicorn magical picnic party. <laughs> Regular theme for a seven-year-old. A girl after my own heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she's like, mommy, I want everything to be glittery. I want everything to be rainbows. I want everything to have horns. I'm like, oh my goodness. So like the the old me is like, let's go on to Pinterest, darling, and plan all the food. And mommy will cook and bake for a week and stress myself out and it'll be horrible. I went onto a catering website. I just bought everything. And I did cakes. Yes. I'm like, oh, look at the unicorn rainbow cake. Add to cart. Oh, you want a fancy sushi pasta, darling? Yes, add to cart. And it's yes. my book, so in two weeks' time, I go and pick it all up. I've bought ready-made decorations. Like, it sounds, I know someone might be listening going like, what was that chick's problem? But like two, three <laughs> years ago, I could not no. have done that because it would mean that I'm being a crap mom, that I can't do it, that I'm not good enough. And, all that. and I'm like, no, hang on, I'm the best mom because I have outsourced it all. And that on my girl's birthday, I get to be with her and have fun with her and not in the kitchen dressing and swearing, (laughs) not having any fun. Uh, I love that example. And again, I just like so appreciate it because I think it's like so helpful to just hear other women say these things, you know? So on on a brighter note, tell us what has been the best part or even the most surprising part, maybe. Like I know surprise is like a great term here because you were so surprised by Gabriella and um so I think like what has been like the best and most surprising part oh that's a good question I think the surprising thing for me has been how much fun it's been like actual Mm. fun like I am enjoying her and it sounds terrible I feel like a good amount of mum guilt but I've worked through like oh I didn't actually enjoy the first two because I was so obsessed with getting shit done and keeping the businesses going because yep. both of them I had two businesses on the go and again I was a full-time stay-at-home mom exclusively breastfeeding husband was in all other places around the world family was miles away and so I really did try and make life really hard for myself and I just can't think why and also for context I think just for everyone listening like when you're saying you had two businesses going I think it's important to just add this like they were large businesses like you had products you were selling to really large retailers like 
It was like a full on business. It wasn't like you were sometimes posting on social media or something. It was like very full on. Oh yeah, we were importing, exporting, like we were supplying the UK's biggest department store. We had retailers everywhere. Like it was, it wasn't something like I'm like, oh, I'm gonna take a break for a while. It was like, nope, on and out of full spirit. It was next to full-time businesses, running them again between a a two-year-old and a newborn. And so when I found out that we were pregnant this third time, I think my memory went straight back to those times and how mm. unbelievably hard they were. And I got mm-hmm. totally freaked out. Like I ugly cried for a for a good while mm-hmm. um, after seeing <laughs> a positive pregnancy test. Um, and then a couple of days later on the call, the lady had been like, my week was going really well. I'm right. <laughs> um, and like all the guilt which comes with that. She's like, there are people all over the world who would give anything for like a healthy pregnancy. And here I yeah. am like, yeah, instantly pregnant. But yeah, part of my shock and kind of upset was like, oh my goodness, I can't go through that again. I cannot put my life through two, three years of just what was essentially like happy hell for years. And so I was bracing for impact with Gabriella. I really was like, even I remember freaking out to you by giving birth. I I felt blessed with two beautiful water births with my first two. Like I remember Delilah, I went into the hospital at five o'clock, gave birth at seven o'clock and I was home by 10 o'clock. They fell in and realized that we had kind of left the house. She's having fun with granny and grandpa. I'm like, we're home, here's your sister. Um, so I had no reason to freak out. It was like, no, everything's horrible and everything's terrible yeah. and everything's hard. And like, Gabriella was a home birth. It was amazing. I was eating pizza at half past six and she was out by half past eight and we all went to bed and she was a part of our life and she was instantly here. And like, I recovered so quickly with her and breastfeeding was just effortless with her. Um, whereas with the first two, it was actual hell like and I kept saying like I'd rather give birth than go through like initiating breastfeeding mm-hmm. again and like she does sleep relatively well most nights but I just I enjoy I enjoy the effort that is looking after her I, I enjoy my time with her and I just feel like yeah it's actually fun I keep saying to my husband like I can't believe I'm having such a good time with mm-hmm. her and that's been such a beautiful surprise and and also enjoying being in my business, like coming in here, closing the door in my office, and then just stepping out and back into mom mode again and realizing like how much, I think you've spoken about this, like how much that is the best you when yeah. you can yeah, be yeah. in both worlds. And me allowing myself to be all in my business when I'm in my business and then be all in with her when I'm finished work for the day and finish that client call. I've loved it, genuinely, genuinely loved it. And I think that's really come from our work together of like, I'm not available for this to be anything else but fun and enjoyable and like a beautiful experience. So yeah, how much I have loved, dare I say it, a third surprise child has been my happy surprise. Uh, that makes me so happy. I love that. And it's so cool too, because I think that, you know, I actually was reflecting on this the other day personally, and I was thinking about had I had I known how good it was going to be, I would have saved myself so much worry about like, you know, the, the stress of like what it would be like to have him and like to balance it all and whatever. And like, it doesn't mean it doesn't come with challenges, but I had no idea how good it could be. And I think like, it's even helpful to hear that for you too, where it's like, you could have a totally different experience and you could still have no idea how good it's going to be another time around. And so I just think that that's really, really helpful to hear on both fronts. Absolutely. So, I mean, you kind of maybe touched on this a little bit, but I'd love for you to go into depth here a little bit more, but how has it changed your business? It's totally changed my business. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about this. 
and we spoke about this before as well going I if I'm leaving my baby to come into the office and work it better be for a bloody good reason and it better be something that I really enjoy doing and so having that space over my maternity leave just to go actually what part of my business do I absolutely love and what part do I kind of go oh do I have to not that I am not one of these people who preach like everything in your business should always feel magical and aligned and perfect and you should always be in flow and should always be downloading <laughs> and in portals and wherever other vortexes people need to go into these days. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm obviously like sometimes you just go put like totally. So I'm, and I'm not sure this is a saying in the US, put your big girl pants on and like get on with stuff. And like what regular tasks, are there any kind of programs or the way I coach? And so I'm like, actually, how do I really, really want to spend my days, my business, and how can I reconfigure things so it's completely aligned with what I just feel like I'm put on earth to do? And so I have my group programs and I have my one-on-one, and it's just caused me to kind of redesign those, reconfigure yep. those, restructure them, and essentially give my office a bit of a makeover to the point where like we're getting ready for launch next month and I am like chomping at the bit to launch the program because I'm like, this program has been birthed from me. <laughs> from a deep place in my soul just because it first it gave me a time to really think I think we get so busy in our businesses and we get so kind of in a rut of like this is just what I do these are just the offers I have these are just the programs I have because we kind of make them as we go and we think they're right and they feel relatively right and so we just keep going but it's when you give yourself a bit of time just to kind of reflect and then integrate where you're at to go actually how can I make this even better and realizing that we are in the driving seat of our businesses we can ask that question how can we make our experience in our business even better even more fun even more enjoyable and those were all the questions that kind of steered me to to reconfigure things a little bit to the point where I'm looking at business now going like oh my goodness it is like Disneyland on Prozac on <laughs> ecstasy on all the other good things <laughs> <laughs> Give me all throwing it, having a spa day all at once because I I love it. I genuinely, from the bottom of my heart, love it, and that's been the biggest shift that I don't think I would have had if it wasn't for having a baby. I think that's so 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 true. It's almost like the biggest clarifier you could get, basically, right? Because it's like everything is held up against, like, you know, if I am going to be away from my child, does this other thing? light me up enough to make that worth it and like when you have the that clarity it's kind of like amazing what you can do for that where like when you don't have that it's like a little bit easier to find yourself in a rut of like oh I'm just doing this because it's like the thing I do so I think that that's so true it's like I think that you know there's such a message out there almost that like having the baby will hurt your business or impact your business and I think it definitely makes it different but I think in many ways it just betters it so much in some capacity too, because it really gives you that opportunity to be like, what is like the absolute best way I could have this look for me to want to be in it, right? Yeah, absolutely. And also kind of jumping on a slightly different tangent point here is also allowing our businesses to not be soaring all the time 24 7 yes even through mad leave or making ourselves wrong about income dips like there's lots of like the boss babes now having the babies and being like I did multiple six figures and gave birth the next day and I came back to work at two weeks and we had a 19 figure launch and all these big things 
And you go, oh shit, well, like my pay dipped when I was on maternity leave. And actually my business kind of came to a brief standstill. And that's kind of all okay. Like I don't want people to make themselves wrong for what their business looks like as they go through the transition of having a baby, whether it's your first or whether it's your eighth baby, things are going to shift slightly in your life. And like, I was totally okay with my income dropping for those six weeks. I mean, it was marginal, it wasn't massive. We kind of had things in place and we had some full passive offers going. But I'm really like, I'm like, oh, it's fine. I think three, four years ago, Susie would have been like, I have to keep my income level up. In fact, I have to double it to show the yes. world what a superwoman mother boss <laughs> I am. And I'm like, fuck it, not doing it, not open for it. So, um, so yeah, it's really allowed me to refine my offers, make it per- perfect, make it as perfect for me as possible, but also just not make myself wrong for the growth and the speed of my business with the baby because it's it's a juggle, it's a beautiful one, but it's a juggle. I am so so grateful to you for saying that because I feel so passionately about that as well. Like I obviously took a a huge income hit not working for nearly four months. And I think that this idea that like that would somehow be wrong or would mean that I was bad at business or something is so crazy to me. I think like quite the opposite, the fact that we both have the confidence to be like, my income can dip and I know how to get it right back up when I'm ready to is actually like sustainable business to me is like being like, I just know how business works. So I know like when I'm ready, I can just ramp it back up instead of like, must do it like this, must keep it like this will mean something about me if I don't. Like, I think that that's just so damaging in our space. So I really appreciate you for touching on that. That might've been the answer to this question, but I'm sure you could give us some alternative wisdom here. But like, what do you wish you would have known before this? Oh, I feel like I can't answer before Gabriella, the third one, before Belle, the first one. (laughs) Right. That it can be easy. It doesn't have to be hard. And like my business is literally called Mothers of Enterprise. Like I coach mothers and the biggest pain points that they have when they start with me is I'm so overwhelmed. I am so tired. I am so exhausted. I haven't, I just haven't got enough hours in the day. Um, I've got no time for myself. And I feel like society places this, this kind of mental was mindset belief was my it's identity onto mums but like this mm-hmm. is how you will feel now forever like you will feel tired and yes. exhausted and overwhelmed and depleted and like this, this motherhood martyrdom thing which I yes. totally wore with freaking pride for the first two and it's absolute bs and truly truly is and I just wish I knew that there was an option for it to be easy and again I'm not saying easy as in like every day is magical and I'm never stressed out and there's never challenges like I have cried more in the last five months than I have cried in the last like 25 years like you're going through like postpartum hormonal roller coasters Mm -hmm. and it's a lot and I remember like handing Gabriella to my husband who's doing a shared parental leave so I could get back in the office that's how we've kind of managed it the first time I was doing again came back into a live launch literally person back in the office I was doing a live in my Facebook group for a launch um, I remember like handing like breastfed the baby handed her to him I came in the office and I'm like I'm a terrible mama. like my husband is very like traditional alpha male kind of the provider protect and all those things like I'm dumping him with the kids so I can go work and yeah it was like again I'm not saying by easy that I haven't had to go through my own kind of beliefs and right. reconfigure them and upgrade them and work through stuff and yeah, let myself deal with new things that are coming up and like, oh, I didn't know I believed that about that. Oh, crap. Lazy. <laughs> just yeah. something new I have to deal with. <laughs> but 
I know I'm, I'm going to look back at the first six months um, that we're nearly at with, with Gabriella and just be like, wow, I was growing my business. I was designing new programs. I was growing my team. And it all got to feel really, really good the majority of the time. And so, yeah, if I could go back to my my 26-year-old self nearly nine years ago now and myself um, a year ago when she saw the positive pregnancy test in Cyprus, um, <laughs> it'd be like, bitch, calm down. Mm-hmm. It gets to be easy. And you get to intentionally choose that and craft that for yourself. And you actually get to make the next couple of months and the next few years the best of your life while still showing up for your business, while still achieving everything and making bank and being the whole boss bitch babe thing and still being present for your your kids and available. And like I spent two hours making headbands on the living room floor of my girls the other day whilst kind of my business was doing its thing and allowing myself that time and space because it gets to be easy and it gets to be fun and it gets to be enjoyable if we decide and then we are willing to take on that belief and let go of the motherhood martyrdom belief which I think plagues us mums. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh so good that was like a master class you just taught us but I think it's so true and I think like what you're saying that's really helpful to think about here that helps me personally to think about is the difference of like macro versus micro macro it gets to be easy like there can be ease in a lot of what you're doing micro like yeah there are going to be those moments where you hand the baby off and you cry or you have a more overwhelming day or you get a significantly less amount of sleep and that impacts you but like those things if the bigger picture is geared toward ease are easier to move through when the bigger picture is not geared towards ease, those micro things build up to a point where you just can't function. Yeah, absolutely. That's the state I get clients coming to me all the time, like on the verge of complete burnout and breakdown Mm -hmm. going, I just can't do it anymore. I'm like, yeah, because you're doing it in a really Mm -hmm. shitty way. So let's sort that out. Yep. And I mean, your business obviously is, is, is branded and built on a lit up life and, and really understanding that can happen, not just when conditions are perfect, not just when the kids are at school or you haven't got kids yet or you're, you've quit your full-time job so you can go all in. Like it gets to be that way in any scenario, but you have to choose it first and then you have to believe it's actually possible for you and then show up with that intention and then almost let that intention then kind of be your compass for every decision you make in your business. So that you are constantly cultivating the let it be easy, lit up, beautiful, wonderful experience. Yes. Oh, so good. Okay. So last question. And I I think this is such a helpful question because I'm sure everyone will answer this a little bit differently, but I think it's just so helpful to realize that we can all have different versions of this. So I would love for you to just share with us what's your version of balance, because I think that that's obviously something it feels like we're all always striving toward but you know what does that even mean is kind of the question here oh it's such a good question and I feel like it's one of those questions got like a hundred different possible answers to it yeah balance to me is being my best self for everything that needs me in life whether that's my husband my kids my my business my team and I think it changes it really, really does. Like, again, September is a big launch month for me. So for me, I'm going to be more in my business and I've arranged childcare so that I can do that. So I don't feel torn and like I'm trying to juggle it all at the same time. And then after that launch, I will drop down to 12 hours in the office and I'll be more with the baby and, and the two bigger girls. So I think allowing your balance, whatever that looks like to you, to be a very fluid thing that can change mm-hmm. and evolve. And you're never wrong. 
like don't make yourself wrong i'm not going to make myself wrong in september when i will be running out of the office to breastfeed quickly and running back in again and like here nanny for the baby in fact i'm gonna be celebrating that i'm like wow i can afford a nanny i couldn't afford this the last time around or mm-hmm. not even afford i wasn't willing to have that woman in my house touching my children because that's just not what good mothers do according to old Susan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this version of me is like have all the freaking nannies and support and child Give me yeah, absolutely. It's beautiful. Like she'll be just down the hall. I can go and see whenever I want and go and feed her. And I can time block my day so that between every single client, I can walk out and I can give her a cuddle. I can give her a feed and I can be with her. So yeah, for me, it's that. It's it's I can be in my office and I can be out with my kids. And I've arranged, again, kind of going back to our, our earlier discussion of having that support so that whatever that balance is looking for me at that time, based on my business, what's happening in my personal life with my kids, I can be there. I can be in the business. I can be with my kids because I'll have extra support in the business. I'll have extra support in my home life. So yeah, I don't think I have got a a set answer for what is balance other than it's whatever I need it to be at the time and then getting myself all the correct support in order to fulfill that in the most beautiful, easy way possible. That's the theme of the session, easy and beautiful. Yes. No, I love that. And I think it's so helpful how you gave the example of like, it might even change month to month for you kind of thing. It doesn't have to be like, it just looks this way. I've really been navigating that lately myself because we have our nanny full time, but we don't always need her full time. So I've been like having to give myself permission to just tell her like, Hey, just, you know, don't come tomorrow morning, come like tomorrow afternoon. And I'm just gonna like take that time. And what I've like really come to in my brain is like, we can pay for the support, even if we don't always use it every moment, it's just knowing it's there. And getting to determine literally at this point, week to week, like how much do I want to utilize that or not? But knowing it's there is really helpful. And so I think that's kind of what you're saying is that like the version of balance always changes. It always looks different. It doesn't look like a set amount of hours or time blocks or whatever, but balance actually comes in from being willing to lean into that. So I, I, I'm really experiencing that. And I totally agree with that. Mm. Yeah. I think letting it be a fluid thing takes the stress out of it and takes kind of the rigidity rigidity rigidness there we go mm-hmm. um out of the the experience like oh it has to say it has to look like this it has to feel like this rinse and repeat rinse and repeat whereas like you say actually I'm good tomorrow I've got no clients until until one nanny can stay home or nanny can come and I can go and get a manny and teddy or like mm-hmm. whatever that is for you yep. just mm-hmm. and whatever decision you make like, you're not wrong you in fact you are constantly using like your joy and your fulfillment not that it's kind of everything about you but allowing yourself to be a bit selfish you know because like i've always said like if you are rested and filled up and you feel yeah. like soul level nourished like you are going to show up so much better for bennett and for your clients and for yourself and for your husband so i would love like on my gravestone be like mothers looking after yourself is not selfish yeah because i just want women to realize like it's absolutely fine to get support and like we had nanny in yesterday and for the last hour gabriella was fast asleep she was sitting downstairs watching a Barbie film with my girls. I'm like, I could go and be like, oh, it's fine. Like, you can go now or whatever. I'm like, no, you can watch a Barbie. I'm going to be up here. She's got the monitor. So, like, she's on Gabriella Juicy. And I was just up here faffing. I was, like, cleaning up the drawers in my desk. Going, like, wow, this feels really good just to start a job and end a job and, like, tinker around. Like, going, like, yes. oh, I'm like, yeah, soon, anything like that. So, yeah, I felt, it's uh. just, it feels really good when you just 
again, allow yourself to be on the journey and get the support you need and whatever feels right for you is right for you. And there's nothing wrong with it just because someone else is doing it that way Mm -hmm. or is achieving this, whatever. It's their journey. Bless them on their journey and you focus on yours and what brings you joy. Ah, so good. So, so grateful to you for this conversation. I feel like you have so much good wisdom for us. And I think this was so helpful and also so permission giving. So thank you for being so transparent about like what you did struggle with in the past. Cause I think like as much as like, we're both saying like, there's so many good parts and it's so, it can be so easy and whatever. There are also parts that have been really hard and that you've had to move through to get here. So really grateful to you for sharing both. Obviously, final question is, can you tell everyone where they can find you and connect with you and work with you? Of course. So I am everywhere at Mothers of Enterprise. Um, Facebook group is Mothers of Enterprise Society. Podcast is Mothers of Enterprise. Yeah, everything other than .coms and all that, all the same. So I'm quite easy to find. That's me. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for being here, Susie. I love you and appreciate you so much. Oh, thank you for having me. I feel like we could do another three hours, so I will I'll stop talking now. But yeah, thank you so much, my dear. Okay. Thank you for listening to Literally. I am forever grateful to you for being part of our journey and spending your time with us each week. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking a reviewer to give my MSC bundle to as a thank you for listening. This bundle combines trainings and workbooks that walk you through a condensed version of the work I do with my one-on-one clients through my mindset strategy and execution framework. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living lit up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. And if you want more tips and strategies for growing and scaling your own business, but are short on time, then you are going to want to opt into my private podcast feed, Back Pocket Business Mentor. You'll get immediate access to a private podcast feed full of tons of three minute episodes where I talk about everything from how to pick a strategy and business model that works for you to how to show up online as an expert and increase your conversions. Just go to a lituplife.com forward slash back pocket to dive in.